podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? It's not recording, so like putting an effort to joke about it would not work. Welcome to Movie, Movie, Podcast, everybody. Uh, Tiggs here, Pete in the room. Here's Russ and Alex. Let's talk about this since I wasted nine minutes of our time. Uh, Summer, disappointing. Memorial Day. Alice in Wonderland did bad. Continue. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Alice in fanfare for that movie after it, it, it's a sequel to... It's almost like... It's like Children's Avatar 2. Yeah, that's, that's actually yeah. a good description of it. Wait, wait, we really do need to give more context than what we're talking about, though. No, no, we already went over this. People heard it. Yeah. Oh, they did hear it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they didn't. We weren't recording. So no, um... So we had a little bit of a uh, hiccup, I guess is the best word for it. You know? Man, and I have an intro done before, That too. intro was really great. I, 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 was, I was, was, like, so super into it, and now here we are. So, so we, we decided, since it's been a while, that uh, the summer itself has been a little, oddly disappointing. Like, uh, as I was saying before, I don't, I don't have to say that. You weren't here, so I don't have to, I don't have to reference no, don't have to unrecorded reference material. Or continue to explain it. I No, I'm, now I'm just wasting time. <laughs> <laughs> More time will never get back. So, so summer movies are starting earlier and earlier, and especially this year with Batman Superman coming out, uh, I believe, uh, March? <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, March 25th, Easter. And then, and then um, whatchamacallit, and then studios sort of just jockeying for weekends in June, July, and August to try to pick the best weekend in which it's going to be like sleeper hit. Yeah. Families aren't away on vacation, kids are home from camp. Yeah. Like, you, it's just like... The stars align and you make a ton of money. And that's happened. But this year, everything seemed to just break. I don't know if... Uh, so, we already talked about, you know, Batman Superman way back when. But, you know, it was still a financial hit. Civil War was a financial hit. But I think everyone was just so mistrusting after Batman Superman. That the summer just couldn't... And no one was really looking forward to Suicide Squad. And then you had, like, unnecessary sequels coming out. Like, Born and Independence Day. And I think people yeah. were not interested to go to the film. To go to the, go to the cinema... There you go. Well, there she I, I think that people have been talking about the idea of, like, blockbuster and superhero fatigue. God so damn much. it, it didn't record again. Just totally kidding. Go keep going. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, I think Batman v Superman made that a self-fulfilling prophecy. Well, I, I think, think it's more of, I think people have non-Marvel fatigue right now. I don't think Marvel, well, well I mean, we'll see after Doctor Strange. Yeah. But I don't All think right. Marvel okay. has anything to worry about, because it's not, we're not, we're not worried about the quality. All right. I... I... I agree and disagree with you guys because it almost sounds like you are blaming an entire summer's failures on Batman v Superman. Am I mistaken? I was I was saying that that was that that's what that's what like it was a fire. It ignited a fire because once that came out and you you hated it, you had Suicide to look forward to, and you don't. No one thought that was going to be good. And then you, and as I said, you had all these. Oh, people, a lot of people thought that was going to be good. A lot of people thought that was going to save DC. Yeah, there was a lot of fervor for that one. Yeah. Uh, did anybody like anything about Suicide? We're not even there yet. We're, yeah. we're, we're not there yeah, yet. Yeah. But like, look again. Like, I, I think the 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 story is really in the calendar. Like, there's some weeks where I I don't know what people were doing putting the movies up that they put up. Thank you. I uh, uh, Memorial Day weekend aside, like you, everybody. Sh- you would have thought X-Men and Alice in Wonderland would have been a huge hit, but both those movies didn't even do well week one. You would yeah. have expected them to crush week one and then sink like a rock, but both of those movies are like financial dis. I mean, 
to some extent, financial disappointments. More so Alice in Wonderland because it didn't even make its money back. X-Men made its money back, well, but no yeah. like it made uh, Alice in Wonderland two made worldwide gross is uh, two hundred ninety five million wow. on a budget of one seventy million. Yeah, but that's a right. fifth of the first one's uh, yeah. money. You know, that's insane. Which that's is a not... really crazy drop. Yeah, did I don't did everybody like that movie? Alice in Wonderland. And yeah. the thing and the thing is, no. marketing now used to be fifty million dollars or thirty thirty to fifty is marketing. Mm. Nowadays, your budget is what your budget is, and your marketing budget is. Parallel, yeah. So much. that movie would have needed to clear four hundred million dollars, actually more than that, because internationally you don't take all the grosses. It would have needed to clear like probably six hundred million dollars to mm-hmm. even be considered in the black. So that's a huge loss. But like, let's look at the look at the look at June. Like after that weekend, you had like Pop Star and Ninja Turtles. Okay, now, I think I'm the only I'm the, I think I'm the only one who's on Ninja. No, I saw Ninja Turtles. Well, but see, that's just the weird thing. That's another weekend in which you have two movies that could concurrently make a lot of money on the same weekend. Not a ton of crossover on, on for the most part, in terms of the, the fan base. So you can have really strong opening weekends with the same week. I mean, I went to both the opening weekends, so there's a crossover. Weekend. Exactly. Oh, and that's interesting, because I was about to ask the question, did any one human being with a pulse... See pop star. Yes, and I thought I it was fucking hysterical. I did too. I thought it was very funny. <laughs> I thought it was great. Like I've now watched yeah. it twice, and I would totally watch it again. Like I think that movie is is great. Okay, I did, I, I do that as it may. It, but... I've heard I've heard good things about the movie, so I'm not denying that it may be funny. Like but it did didn't you go think that crazy that's enough. Open... But do you think that's a movie that needs to be uh, mid smack of the summer June? Uh, big platform release, or do you think that was a movie that maybe should have come out in August when weird shit comes out, or any other point during the year? I, I think that say, movie. I would say October, November, uh, because I think, that's, I, it's just yeah, like, it's, I, we, we're not getting a lot of horror movies in October anymore. And if you open up October, November for a movie, which for the most part I would have imagined being the the crowd being teenagers and college kids, you get. School friends, and you go to see Pop Star. I would say, right. honestly, it should have came out like ten years ago, or like in the late nineties, with yeah. like <laughs> those kind of movies. I feel like fit in more. I like uh, the idea that, like, uh, that in their minds, they're just like we're making this movie that is like about just like uh, you know Pop Star and, and like what's going on with him. When would a movie that had a giant star in it come out? Like they went into the meta narrative of the movie Pop Star and put it out <laughs> in June. Like that's my theory behind it. Uh, yeah, that, but then that it got track? too meta because it bombed, and they were like, "But this pop star is so huge." But but that's the story of the summer. Yeah, yeah, and that's too bad because everything I've heard about the movie from like the people who I've who have seen it is like, yeah, it's pretty funny. And it's but not like, like it's not it doesn't do anything crazy. Like it is a very by the books. Like you've seen this story before, but it is just very funny. Well, I think Sasha Baron Cohen ruined that for everyone else. But you can't. Oh, the Brothers Grimsby. I saw you need, that. You need to like dial it back I like- a tiny bit. What just happened? I don't know what just happened. I, I don't oh, know. We're all right now. We just all stopped talking for a second. I thought it all dropped. No. Welcome uh, to the movie. movie <laughs> edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> nope. All right. What's uh, ne- uh week next weekend? Oh, well, I'm sorry. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We didn't touch that at all. I thought it was fun. Nin- I thought it was fun. Ninja. I thought Ninja Turtles was an awesome epi- Was like an awesome episode of the cartoon. Yeah, it totally. nailed. It nailed like the weirdness and all the crazy stuff. It was really fun. But I think they got ahead of themselves. Like they had that August, they had that kind of August money 
two years ago. And I think they came too aggressively trying to get this movie out in two years. Um, I think two years was too quick, and I think June was too early. I think I think that... drop that movie later on. Uh, it would have later on in the year. It would have done a little bit better, or wait a, wait a year. I really think if, if that movie came out right after Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad would have made so much less money the second weekend, and definitely mm-hmm. would have been number one three weeks in a row. Right, like Ninja Turtles has to be a bottom feeder from a box office standpoint. It has to kind of come out on the heels of something. It can't just be its own movie. And it didn't help that X Men and Alice in Wonderland like didn't really do like those two shit movies come out. People are like, all right, I'm done with the theater for a while. So. I think it kind of got a little bit of the shit end of the stick in that sense. Yeah. Like, um, but then you move Check forward something. in the, but then you move a little further in the calendar, and you have a we another weird week. You have two sequels and Warcraft. Actually, so you have Conjuring Two, Warcraft. Na- Conjuring oh, Two. Yeah. Now you see me too in Warcraft. Yeah, Popstar's um, uh, domestic gross, by the way, was only nine million dollars. That's wow. not a surprise. That is yeah. insane. So let, let's fast forward a week to Conjuring, Now You See Me 2, and Warcraft. If anybody thought Conjuring 2 wasn't going to win that week, they're friggin' insane. That's true. Yeah, and I didn't War, Warcraft, I don't think there... I think you had a reach for the stars with Warcraft, because you were going to fail no matter what. So might as well... well, might, well shoot for the moon, and if you miss... <laughs> At least you're among the stars. <laughs> well, have you heard? Like, There's now rumors that if they greenlight Warcraft 2, it's not going to get a U.S. release. I mean, China loved it. It made $250 million in China alone. Wow. Yeah, to give you an idea, guys, uh, $47 million uh, domestic, 386 uh foreign. That's, so, that's like, got to be close to a it, record for an American film. It, it's, it's, it's the biggest disparity between U.S. gross and foreign gross in the history of cinema. Yeah, it's nuts. So, Uh, I think they're 100% right. Like, maybe you just drop that movie internationally because why bother with the marketing in the U.S. if no one gives a shit? I don't think you can ratchet up the interest at this point. I mean, the thing is, the hardcore fans, the people that actually like that, will find it. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the thing about something like that. Like, you can rely on... Like if those few people are the only ones that are gonna see it, they can figure it out. Hey. So then you, so then you probably drop it in like fifty to a hundred theaters uh, for a couple of weeks, but you you do a big release elsewhere. You get it out in China, like I don't know, uh, day and date with the U.S. and you only put it out here in a few theaters so that those like handful of nerds go see it. Hey, me and Tiggs hey. were in a packed theater for the Final Fantasy movie. Yeah, we were. Okay, so you handful of nerds can go pack a theater. <laughs> we did. Yeah. No, like no, that's, I, that makes sense. Like that's Final Fantasy was uh, not a day in digital, but it was like I think it was in theaters for like a week, week. Yeah. and then like just came out on demand and everything uh, now. Mm. Uh, but yeah, we were in a theater um, that was clo- was one of those in which after a while you would you would be, be wondering whether or not it sold out, hmm. just because how many people kept coming in. Like people were were coming in. I mean, like, oh, shit. Okay, we had this in the second row. Like, yeah. every seat behind us was filled. Wow. The only empty seats were in the first two rows. And we got there, okay. like... We got there very early. Yeah. At least All right, so, 
super weird. Yeah, um, bizarre. But, and it was like 11 okay, o'clock so, in the morning. So Warcraft, so Conjuring, and what was the other one? Now you see me too. I have a question. Did not see that who, one. Who needed a Now You See Me Too? Pete's uh, sister. I, I wouldn't say I needed it, but I saw it. <laughs> and what was your thought when you walked out of the theater? I don't even know anything about the movie. What did you think when you walked out? Um, I walked out feeling exactly like I felt after the first one. Unnecessary? Yeah, it, it's, not a, it's not a smart movie, but I can make myself dumb enough that I'm entertained by the entire thing. Were there people when you were walking out like they were in the first one, uh, like a group of children being like, I'm going to go get books on magic now because I need to learn more about it? That did not happen. Okay, good. Yeah, it's weird. I don't, and I don't know. It's, it, was, it was one of those things that I, guess, I think they did pretty well with the first movie, so they were like, yeah, you know what? Let's copy this formula exactly. Okay. Let's not try anything <laughs> new. Let's just... Let's, let's make sure that... They get into trouble, and, they can find their way out, and just when we think things are really bad, it's all been an illusion. No and, bullshit. Uh, and for really? reference, guys, uh, Now You See Me 2 made $65 million, while Now You See Me 1 made $117 million domestically. So uh, I think Lizzie Kaplan just weighed it down. <laughs> Ouch. I don't think there's a discernible difference between Lizzie Kaplan and Isla Fisher. Actually, no, no, no there is. Well. Lizzie well, Kaplan is way better, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She's more charming, I'm, I think. I'm not a Gila Fisher. Um, so let's look at Conjuring. Who saw The Conjuring? I saw it. Um, I didn't really... Ca- I know the story... What was it? The Enfield Poltergeist? Yeah, it was the exact same fucking movie as the first one. You, you saw If you saw the first one, just change, a, change the location, it's the same movie. Now that works with horror movies, so... Did Sometimes. It okay, so Sometimes, my question... But no... It was just, I, I just didn't care for it. I mean, I will, like, my roommate actually enjoyed it, and when I walked out, I was just like, but it was just the same story as the first one. He was just like, oh, I guess I don't remember the first one that well. So what's if you didn't just, see the first one... Yeah. What's weird about that is that, like, a movie like Conjuring 1, I think, got a lot of good press for being a bit different and doing a yeah. genre better than other people were. I think that's what it was. I think what they should not have done then was do that again. Like... Well, try something different. Like, the the, the husband wife team is very charismatic, and I really do enjoy watching them on screen. But... Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga, yeah, yeah, the world's worst police psychiatrist. Yeah, um, but what? but also remember, like uh, in the, for the first Conjuring, there was that trailer that everyone loved that with like the really... hands clapping and everything. Like, oh that yeah, that's freaky. Excited. Hell yeah, yeah. Like, this one was not the trailers bad. for this just never really did it for me, yeah. but. Guys, don't forget about I, Annabelle. This is actually technically Conjuring yeah, this Three. Is the third one, yeah. Yeah, I think they kind. Of, I think had they. I think ha- Annabelle was a misfire on their part, but I can't. I can't even really say that because this movie still did well. It made three hundred nineteen million worldwide, and a hundred and two on a forty million dollar budget. So, it it's clearly a success. Yeah, totally. Guys, we're so about numbers. I feel like we're like five thirty eight right now. We're like, well, more well, numbers. I mean, well, the thing is, this summer, it, this summer more than any, I think, is been has been very like. You look at the numbers; it's pretty clear like what was going to do well and what wasn't going to. Yeah. Um. So we move a little further along into June, and we hit the next weekend with Central Intelligence and Finding oh, Dory. I forgot about Central Intelligence. I saw both of those. Ones. Okay, let's talk about Finding Dory first. Finding Dory. I didn't um, see it. 
case that matters. I think I, I don't want. Them. I think in Finding Dory, they panicked about having enough, mm-hmm. so they were like, "Okay, let's make sure. Okay, let's make sure we have some a, a fun new character. Let's make sure we put in a lot of heart, uh, 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 and then like, uh, and, just and then we need some like bigger stuff. But then they seem to run with only a couple of the things that they needed, and not oh. everything that goes in between that. Okay. I guess it, yeah. But had, did that, did that, was that successful? Can someone give me some of them sweet, sweet numbers? I don't think that one was very successful at all. Are you serious? I don't know. I have no idea. Finding Wait, Dory? Like yeah, compared, to, compared to other... Yeah, Finding Dory is the number one movie of the year so far. Really? No, uh, yeah. domest- domestically, Domestic, yes. yes. Wow. So Finding Dory ended up with a domestic gross of $479 million. Wait, so uh, what, did, what did Nemo do? Nemo's prop. Nemo, I think, did a hair under four hundred. Really? Wait, sorry. Uh, real quick, Civil War didn't do better than four hundred. Uh, yeah, no, that doesn't make any sense. To me. No, really? No. Best gross. Uh, Finding Dory beat Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo only had three hundred thirty-nine. Yep. Uh, million. What was the and last? What was it? Inside Out. What did Inside Out do? Uh, you gotta give me a second, man. Uh, yeah, you, uh, can, you can take all the time you need. That's where that's where we got this podcast. Welcome to the Movie Movie Podcast. <laughs> Inside Out did 356 million uh, domestically. Wow. Okay. So Dory. Oh, did the... What did Raiders of the Lost Ark do? Mm. Oh boy. <laughs> Good question. Okay. Stop. <laughs> okay. So not a big by, by Welcome large, everybody like... to the What Did Blank Do podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it 248 million domestic, only 141 foreign. Wow. Wow. What were we talking? Oh man, can you hear my but... landlords fighting in the background? <laughs> Yes, Ooh, I can. I can. <laughs> Welcome to the Landlord, Landlord Podcast. Yeah, what side do you want? Whoever um, wins, we lose. Okay. Yeah, so uh, so I mean, like, oh, okay, I, I don't think... I think Finding Dory... If, if Cars 2 was successful, they did not need to worry about what Finding Dory was going to do. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the movie made almost a billion dollars, so they I don't know what it's going to take for Pixar to have a miss. Well, ha- I'm sorry, have a financial miss. Yeah, because how did uh, good, well, something about a friendly dinosaur? Oh, that movie was not good. That uh, movie didn't turn. I don't think it turned a profit, but it also they already made lose. so much off Inside Out that it didn't really matter. Yeah, right. um, dinosaur is the lowest uh, grossing Pixar movie of all time. There it is. As it very well. Was, I think it was just also the worst publicized. It wasn't great. Are you just making? I that think shorter? it was a troubled production, and everyone they knew it. it the hardcore, like older fans that are going to see it a lot of times knew it, the and so they didn't. It. They didn't parkour to the theater to see it. Then, <sighs> yeah, one of these days exactly. we'll get to a city like that. Uh, and then uh, Central Intelligence, not who saw did, it. I saw it. I saw it. Russ saw it. I saw it. Did that do no, as did. well as a Rock and or Kevin Hart film? I assume no. Yes. Oh yes. I'm just going to stop assuming. But did but did it do enough that it would it. it how to do compared to Ride Along is what he's asking. Yeah, because wasn't Ride Along like hugely successful? Yes. Ride Along, you here's the thing where where you're where you're getting a little confused is in Ride Along was successful for a black people movie, and gotcha. Central Intelligence was successful for just people. It was like successful. A, uh, what did it make? Uh, Central Intelligence made 127 domestic and 212 worldwide on a 50 million dollar budget. Yeah, was that rated R? Yes. PG-13. Oh, PG-13. Oh, wow. oh I, I can't. More if that stop. was PG-13. Yeah, take there were no, there were no f bombs in Central Intelligence. I there was. I didn't even realize that. 
So there was a lot think, of fuck it. except me saying, "Oh fuck, this is funny." Yeah, that movie was funny. <laughs> I mean, Central Intelligence was the type of movie that doesn't really get made that much anymore. Yeah, it's like a it's a solid double. Like it, it it's not a home run, but it's got enough character and it's got enough. It, it's got enough character and like The Rock and Ke- and Kevin Hart's chemistry is so good. That... It's, it's weird that we don't have we don't even have video stores anymore or anything. But it's it's one of those movies that if I was wa- working at a video store again for it, I would expect to tell people, no, I'm sorry, Central Intelligence is all rented out right now. Yeah, because right. it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not, it's not going to get I, you to the theater. But everyone is like, oh, I didn't see that when I was. Yeah, out. I want to see this now. I yeah, that, see that's going to be a really good home video release for sure. Or Absolutely. VOD release, I guess, nowadays. It, it, it felt like such a early ninety, like early nineties movie in that sense. Like it's not that. It's even the plots like not that crazy big, even though it's obviously got like spies and CIA and stuff like that. But I think they, if they are careful, they might be able to franchise this. Maybe. I love that. I, it, it, I think it ended in the exact same way Ride Along did. He wasn't. A cop, but now he's, no, a, cop. he's a cop. He yeah. wasn't in the CIA, but yeah. now he's in the CIA. <laughs> and what I'd rather them do instead of sequel this is do what they're already doing, which is just work together doing different things. Jumanji, right? Yeah, they got Jumanji next. Well, yeah, I, I think they just learned the lesson that you can put two charismatic people together and have it work. And right, not have it be people... a sequel. Yeah, it's weird that we and, haven't and, done that I... since Pretty Woman. <laughs> yeah. But oh, that's I just the got interest- it. But, but that's the interesting thing. It's like everybody, it's almost like that British TV model where everybody's like, instead of having multiple seasons of something, why don't you just take those same actors, those that same creators, and do something different? Yeah, they should and really if, black mirror this movie. Oh, that comes out soon. 25th. It does. But I do think, like, get these guys together, doing different stuff, being and, and like, make, make one the crazy one and the straight man and, like, switch that around a lot. And it could be really fun, but Central Intelligence was was such a different movie stylistically than every other movie that was made. It wasn't that fucking big. No, yeah, and it, I think we need to get back to that. Like every movie in the summer doesn't need the world to end, you know. And I think like we need more of those like just fun movies with low stakes. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I would. I, I actually really want to watch Central Intelligence again. Uh, very fun movie. All right, I what think was next weekend? Next weekend was Free State of Jones. Ninja didn't see it. Fly no one. Did. You know Matthew McConaughey saving the slaves because they can't save themselves. Oh, uh, so okay. Uh, by the way, real quick, I didn't know that was a movie, Free State of Jones. So when I first saw that trailer in the theaters, I confused it for uh, Birth of a Nation because I didn't know there was a slave revolt movie that was getting such good reviews and supposed to be amazing. And so I saw the trailer for Free State of Jones. I was like, this does not look good. It's, uh, Con Film Festival. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was so confused. Yeah, it looked like a straight up bag of balls. <laughs> uh, so you had that. Yeah. You had Independence Day Resurgence, which I didn't see, I and I don't see. care to. I saw it, and uh, I think we, we kind of talked about. Well, we've talked about this before outside of it, but like just to echo what I've said to you guys uh, personally before, <laughs> it was just it was weird that at the same time. They made it. They made it interesting how the world works twenty years later after this. But they almost wanted you to feel like everything just happened because there was no stakes at the beginning. Right. It just all of a sudden started, and I was just like, 
where's the point in which I'm supposed to get really excited? Because uh, the weird thing is, like, Independence Day, I think the first one works so well with the arrival of the ships, and you don't know what they're going to do. So yeah, this one right. around, they're like, okay, we need to make this ship's arrival be ten times bigger, mm-hmm. ten times more destructive. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, okay, I know what's going to happen when the ship arrives. Right. There's no anticipation or excitement at that moment anymore. Yeah. So it was the most, it was the most unremarkable, formulaic summer blockbuster I've ever seen. Did you okay. see Andreas? No. <laughs> and can I ask a question? Yep, of course. Why in God's name did this movie not come out in so July? I- it came out June twenty fourth, uh, still a full week away from like that Independence Day weekend. People yeah, would have seen sense. the movie. I feel like more people would have seen the movie purely because it was Fourth of July weekend. Because like oh, Independence Day on Independence Day, you would have gotten weekend? like twenty million dollars more out of the movie if you just dropped it a week later. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it was. Just, I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what they were afraid of or what they thought they didn't. Have. Well, I, I know what they didn't have, but I don't know what they thought they had. Yeah. They're well, I think they just didn't have Will Smith. That's true. Uh, yeah. Oh, but they had that and, sweet, like, sweet gold. July 4th is his weekend, like, traditionally, and I don't know if sure. maybe they thought, oh, without Will Smith, do we just not have July 4th? Yeah, but let me throw two two words at you. Wild West. Okay. Judd Hirsch. Ooh. Judd Hirsch is back. I, I honestly... That's, and Brent Spiner. I didn't know he was still alive. <laughs> It doesn't make, well, it's fun that he's like the father of a grown man of Jeff Goldblum. 20 years later, he's just like, yeah, I'm on a boat now. <laughs> Frankly, I am more active in Spry than I was in the first one. I want to see, it. I want to see this movie now. David. Uh, what else was this? What else was this weekend? That weekend, you also had uh, Neon Demon, which I haven't seen yet. Haven't seen um, it. The Shallows. Oh, I saw The Shallows. It takes his time to shine. <laughs> Horror movies that no one else sees. Um, so happy for like that. Shallows, <laughs> Shallows, I don't know. It, it wasn't great. I thought that they actually had a cool car, uh, concept with it. Uh, you know, even if it was like open water and like it's was most of the movie just her. Uh, a lot of the movie was just her, and she did a really good job. Like uh, I... this was Am- Amber Bree Allison. Nope. No, Bree. I thought it was Blake Lively. Blake Lively. Blake yeah. Lively. Like it was Blake I, yeah, Lively. and I thought. <laughs> But I thought Big Ups went to the seagulls. I heard they're the the real star of the film. Oh yeah, there's one seagull that like pretty much just hangs with her the entire film and gets a credit at the end. Yeah, and keep and keep telling her stuff was mine. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Boom. Final um, Nemo reverence. <laughs> I mean, it was all right. Uh, I guess I thought the ending was was pretty uh, stupid. Like they they tried to have it be as decently real as possible. Like, even though she's like I don't know. 50 feet away from land the entire time. I'm just like, yeah. what are you doing? Well, I'm, 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 but the I, if I was 50 like feet dumb. away from land, but there was a shark within 50 feet of me, I wouldn't want to do that. All right, what if you were 50 feet away from land, shark swimming around you with Blake Lively? Wait, is Blake Lively on land or on the rock with me? She is the shark now. Oh, there's a oh. there's a Blake Lively shark? Mm-hmm. I'm getting in that water. Oh, all right, there we go. What about a Brie Larson shark? She can smell blood, and i got to tell you, blood's Russian somewhere. <laughs> Shouldn't have, you know what? I shouldn't have went down this road. All right. Uh, I think it was, I, you know what? I think it was a successful goof and a really great uh, uh, segment in the show, and I think we should talk about this for further episodes. <laughs> Welcome to the Movie Movie Podcast, everybody! Um, no, okay. Yeah, not great, especially with us, the caliber of some of the other horror movies that have come out uh, this summer, or horror thriller movies that have come out this summer. Like, it definitely, uh, pretty low down there, sadly. It just seemed that we tried that plot so many times before. Unsuccessfully as well. Yeah, Open Water did not do great. I, I could be wrong. I've been everyone wrong talked else. about it, and then no one liked it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, right, next weekend. 
Uh, there's still one more movie. Ooh, what? Swiss Army Man. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I don't want to talk too much about that movie now because I want to talk about that movie on our end of the year top ten list. Oh, how it didn't make it. Uh, no, that movie that oh. I love Swiss Army Man. That's yeah, nice. I would, yeah, I want to. Yeah, it's really brilliant. Awesome, but I'm not it. Pretty brilliant. I just finished uh, naming my two fantasy football teams of the year and designing their logos, and one of them is uh, the the picture of Paul Dano riding Daniel Radcliffe like a ski-doo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, guess what? It's now Eli Manning riding Tony Romo. Yeah! <laughs> it's I get it. topical. It's It really infuses a bit of pop culture in it, mm-hmm. and I think it works on several layers. Nicely done. Nicely done. Thank you. Russ, what did you think of Swiss Army Man? I loved it. It is in my top ten. Okay. Super good. Wow. And uh, yeah, right now, unless unless yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say right now, and you guys can quote me this uh, this way in February. Uh, I'm gonna be surprised if it's not in my top five. Someone want to write that quote down? No, uh, I Alex, forgot you got that. To Alex, you got that. Right, I forgot to write it or care. Uh, uh, Sorry. Alex, Alex is got him. He's too busy writing. Uh, I'm too busy writing. I was. <laughs> 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 Okay, uh, you guys are talking about the Mortal Instruments, right? Yep. Yes, City of Bones. <laughs> <laughs> so now we are in July, uh, and you had a July 1 or 4th of July weekend of uh, the BFG, Legends of Tarzan, and Purge. Speak of uh, two flops and a Purge film is what, <laughs> what I call that weekend. Um. Uh, what was the middle one? The, B- the BFG, Tarzan, and Purge. Did anyone see no. BFG? No. No. I don't know I what happened. Under- like, I don't, I, I, maybe the, the, the audience for that book is too old. Probably. I mean, that well, was pretty... Roald Dahl was big. Yeah. Roald, Dahl was, Roald Dahl was big, but the BFG, I don't think, is like... That's probably like his third or fourth most popular book. And if you looked at the trailers, like they didn't, like the first one spent the whole time not letting you really know there was a giant until the very end. I think they needed to just be like uh, forthright with their marketing campaign, but they were probably afraid of that stupid Jack the Giant Slayer movie yeah. that came out like two years Whoa. ago and sucked a bunch of dicks too. Uh, so, I think people, just, people just thought it was a Doom uh, sequel. I was going to make that. <laughs> well, uh, see, no, B, I think BFG was just like I, I, I think of it, a they didn't show an, they did not yeah, show enough yeah. in those trailers to like for people to say, you know what? Even if I don't know what the book is, this movie still looks fun. Mm-hmm. It was just it was fun. relying too much on you wanting to see a BFG movie before you saw the trailer, right? Before you knew there right. was a BFG movie, you were always like it's like you went to bed every night saying, "Oh man, can't wait for that BFG." Why haven't they? You yeah, your eyes dart over and you're looking at your bookshelf and you're like and you're going through and it's like Charlie and Chocolate Factory, mm-hmm. um, another oh witches, and then you're like, "Man, those are two great movies." But then your eyes see BFG and you're like, "Why is why hasn't that been a movie yet?" Mm. Right. Well, and, and <laughs> you saw Tarzan, right? You liked I it. I did see Tarzan. And? I had very low expectations for Tarzan Understood. and ended up enjoying it. The low expectations win uh-huh. again. Um, I just I, I I think it really worked well as a sequel to like the original Tarzan stories. Oh, okay. Well, or just like because it, it was not a origin film. Like this movie. This movie book. starts up when Tarzan and Jane have already moved back to England. Oh. And this and he's he the two of them are returning to Africa 
They uh, Jane's a very more of a a tougher character too, which I think works really well. Um, I thought Samuel Jackson was fun as like a Jungle Murtaugh. Is the movie racist? So here's the thing. I've heard yes, and also okay. that intro makes me say yes. Fair enough. Here's the thing. I think I think if you make a Tarzan movie in 2016, it's racist. I don't think Tarzan the character is necessarily. I think I think too many people talked up the fact. Oh oh, Africa needs to be saved by this white man coming back. But it was more of it wasn't he wasn't returning to save the continent or anything. He was returning because he was tricked into returning. Mm. Well, regardless, they needed the white man to save. I'm sure they could have figured it out. All right. I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll have to see it again. Uh, f- uh, to be perfectly honest, I saw it after Ghostbusters, and I was a re- in a real weird mood after Ghostbusters. And I ended up liking Tarzan. Ow. Okay. Because okay. there was no women in it, that's why. No, Mar- Margot Hot Shit Robbie. Was no, it's just women, women in peril. <laughs> Excuse me, I already said she was tougher. Because she's in peril and not screaming about it. No, she she freed herself. <laughs> She was kidnapped and freed herself, yeah. guys. All right. I'll believe it when I see it. She's the one that wanted to go back to Africa. Tarzan didn't want to. Purge. Okay. All right, cool. Purge is great. Purge, um, purge is actually the number one Purge film of all time, domestically. Oh, really? And I, internationally. I thought, I thought it did slightly worse in its opening weekend as the others, but it did have a uh, better staying it power. Ha- it had legs. more... It it did slightly worse than the first, better than the second, but it stuck around longer and ended up uh, making more money. Which for these movies, when they cost so little, yeah. it ended up making eight million more than Anarchy and fifteen million more than the original, on a budget like pretty comparable to the first two. Really? So it actually ended up doing wow. better. Yeah. I think uh, nice. I like the characters in it. I think the Purge is the closest thing we'll ever get to an evil original Evil Dead series, in which I frankly I think they understand what they did the first time around and make it a little bit smarter and a little bit different. Yeah, and, and I almost love like it. say, oh, what did you like about you know Evil Dead One Cheese Fest? So what did you oh oh you like that That's you great. did actually ended up liking that it was cheesy. So let's up that cheese. Mm-hmm. Let's do exactly what you liked. And same thing, so Purge One was yeah. more of a down to earth contained film, and then Purge Two was like nah. Let's go out into the city and everyone's gonna die. Yep. And then yeah, Arya Darkness is like, yeah, I got you. you guys like this character, you guys like this world, so let's really learn more and go crazy with this world and take them to other places, and then kind of get a little get even even more creative with the plot. And that's what I think. Purge yeah, I, I did like did. the the A the A narrative uh, in the Purge was actually pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Like, I like the idea of, you know, I mean, it was still so weird, but no, I, I like the idea of, like, hey, this one elected official thinks that they could do it, and then, like, why would you say that shit the day before the purge, I guess, if you want to yeah, die? Yeah, real dumb. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I enjoy just, like, that whole concept, uh, yeah. and, like, where it actually starts to get into what would happen to the elected officials, like, oh, because they rescind that order, right? That's, like, the first thing. Yeah, yeah the first thing they do is say, oh, uh, elected officials are not protected. Yeah. Under the under the purge this year, because you know what we're we're gonna let we're gonna let you know that we're not better than you, but it was secretly just to kill that woman. Yep. But you know, I would say I as really... for a purge film, all the supporting characters all had motivations. Yeah. All had characters, and we're actually they're good, pretty clever and well done. I like the form, like the the ex 
uh, gang girl when she was a teenager. Yeah. Being a medic now. I thought that was like, I wasn't expecting that level of that was cool. dedication to, to the world. Yeah. yeah. The Saw-like dedication to the world. But I think this is what happens when you have the same writer and the same director make every single one of these movies. Like, it's his baby. Yeah, as long like as they want really... to keep doing it. Well, the thing is, they're going to, because they're still doing well. So right. if he has an idea, as long as he has an idea, I'm into it. But the minute, uh, what's, what are James DeMonico, I think his name is, once he leaves, I'm out. Well, see, this thing, I think if, if he left, Purge 3 would just be another Purge 2. And that's not what I wanted to see. And that's not what right. would really interest right. me. I, 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 as I said, I want this world to be delved in and discovered from another angle and a little bit deeper. And Which that's what this movie did. But, but honestly, as long as they can keep making them for like ten million dollars, yeah, and doing this, like, why not? Again, like, the but the studios really. don't care. Yeah. If yeah. it costs ten million and it makes thirty, that's still a profit. Yeah, yeah, and a decent return on it. But yeah, yeah. All right, uh, next weekend. Yeah, no, no, wait. What else was this weekend? Was that it? Uh, that was pretty much it. Uh, the following, the next weekend, uh, everything got out of the way of the Secret Life of Pets. So you didn't have the Secret it. Life of Pets, and Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Didn't see it. Oh, I didn't see either of those. Yeah, yeah. that was my one. Like, uh, nah, not for me. I kind of want Secret, Secret Life of Pets. pets. Is yeah, I, I I heard it was all right. Uh, it's but then once they took that system down well. song into the trailer, it looks like fuck it. I don't want to see this anymore. Because that's a well, that was a deep cut, and that I was. Appreciate yeah. that. that was a good song though. That first album, yep. or was it was for for me? Second I think album. the problem with okay. me is like Secret Life of Pets was one of those trailers in which the first trailer comes out and it's like, oh, this seems really fun and clever, and I really like the joke they're making here. But then the longer trailer was like, oh, this is just an animated adventure film. I yep. don't want to do this. Yeah, it, it yeah. didn't seem any different than anything else. And like they have yeah. a movie coming out called Sing in like yeah. five. That Especially, looks no different. That trailer Especially does a little when something. Fucking, for me, when though. Zootopia was so goddamn good, like I was like, I got my. My animated uh, animal, like anthropomorphic animal. animal. Yeah, for, yeah exactly. the, the first teaser and maybe even the first shorter trailer for Secret Life of Pets made it seem like almost it was going to be like a movie of vignettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that—that's yeah. more clever than what we actually got. Vignettes. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally agree. But I mean, Wait, I, Alex, did you see it? No, no, no. But I mean, like okay. that—what we would have got. I didn't actually see it. Okay, so no one did. All right. So no, did anybody? A, a lot of people did. Uh, Seven hundred twenty-five million dollars worldwide. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah. Which wow. is huge, like for like an original film. Uh, Animated, also, though, you get to take the kids. A budget of only seventy-five million. Like they did not. Wow, that's put Illumina- that much- Illumination doesn't fuck around. I don't know what it is, but their budgets are not that crazy. That's like like totally even crazy. the Despicable Me's. Like their budgets are like maybe a hundred million. Like, they, they find a way to, like, really... Like, Despicable Me 2 costs $76 million to make. I don't know how they're pulling this shit off. Well, I think they... It's a good idea, I mean, despite Despicable Me 2, but it's a good idea in terms of, um, you know, let's, let's, let's hire a cast that are recognizable names, but not we have to pay too much. Like, Secret Life of Pet was Louis C.K. and, like, Hannibal Burris, right? And Dana Carvey and uh, Kevin Hart. So outside of Kevin Hart, who I'm sure didn't have a larger role than everyone else, no, he's like a side character. Yeah, you're you're not you're not paying for a name at all. No. So I guess you know that's that's got to be where they they save a lot of money. The, yeah. They, well, yeah, like Despicable Me Two made like almost a billion dollars, and it cost seventy nine million. Minions cost like seventy four million dollars and made one point one billion dollars. 
whatever they're doing, like they don't, I, they don't need to change their game plan at all because it works. They make movies that are fucking stupid as shit, and sometimes really funny, but they don't cost anything. So even if it's not that great, it still does really well. And I'm sure the Secret Life of Pets is like cute, but yeah. holy shit, like. There, I, I do appreciate that. Like, there's at least one studio that's not trying to like make sure where you get a message in every single movie. Well, it was so weird. Like, I, like, it just it seems the first trailer seemed to be as clever as like a Wally, but then the mm-hmm. second trailer, I mean, it looked it, it looked like Bolt in the second trailer. Mm-hmm. And Bolt mm-hmm. was a fun idea that was just like a regular old film. So I thought this was going to be like I thought it was going to be like Bolt. So I didn't see it. Not that I hated. Bolt. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you hate Bolt. No, I'm just going to say Bolt uh, one more time, though. Bolt gate. <laughs> uh, all right, next weekend. The next weekend... Uh, oof, Ghostbusters. Okay, so... I think... Peter hates women. Okay, whoa. Let's, let's drop back that back. I will say, if any of the four of us was angry about this movie, it was me. When it first when it's first coming out. Yeah, I totally agreed. I've been here the whole time. I heard everything. No, Tiggs was in the other room. I saw him. <laughs> uh, I was... <laughs> for me, I, I think a lot of things ruined the hype about Ghostbusters. Well, first of all, I don't think I would want to see a Ghostbusters 3 at all. Right. Um, and you know, I'm one, you know what? Frankly, I'm one of those people that when they say, like, oh, Ghostbusters is a really important movie to me, isn't... I'm not fucking around with you. I'm not, like, trying to be like, oh, no, I'm, I'm a dude that likes dude comedies. Like, not, not the case whatsoever. Right. So, when that when all the stuff that was coming out, I was like, oh, Bill Murray doesn't want to do it. Uh, all this stuff is getting changed. Oh, we're going to have a, a a male Ghostbusters and a Ghostbusters 3 and then a lady Ghostbusters. So I was like, now it just feels like you are completely trying to use all parts of my favorite Buffalo. <laughs> well, Pete, do you know that these things are owned by companies that don't care about you. Oh, shit. Can you slow down and explain that one more time? This isn't, (laughs) like, you know that, like, franchises to companies, like, are not art. They don't give a shit that, like, about anything that you want. Like, they're it's been so just long, to... too, since the last Ghostbusters. Can, can you restart this explanation, but this time, like, really turn the condensa- con- condescending condensation, mo- yeah. condensation up to, like, an 11? Right now you're at a 10, but I want to see if I can go a little higher. No, no, but I Welcome think that's... Welcome to the movie podcast! <laughs> no, like, I, I... Like, nothing Stop is it. sacred anymore, like, at this point. Yeah, but that's fine, but... but... Nothing is sacred to, yes, large, heart, heartless corporations, but I'm allowed to feel like something is sacred to me. I love nothing is sacred to. You know, like, I'm, I'm allowed to say, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to see it. And I was, you know what, I was one of those people that I didn't talk about this. I didn't want to talk about this movie. Yeah. I even decided after a while. I didn't want to ask you about it. Even after I saw it, I saw it opening day, and after I saw it, I, would, I did not start a single conversation about Ghostbusters. It's like... If someone asked me, I the only time I ever agreed to say, I, "Oh yeah, I saw it," was when someone asked me flat out, "Did you see Ghostbusters?" Right. Yeah. Because it's like I don't, I don't want to yell at anyone for seeing it. I don't want to tell anyone they shouldn't watch it. Right. This was something for me that it was just like, I don't want to see this. I'm going to wash my hands of it and turn around, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to like run out with a flaming torch and a pitchfork and, sure. and, yeah. and scare people into seeing it. You know, I just was like it was like I know this is not for me. I'm not saying that that shit that means it's not for anyone. Right. 
it was not going to be, it was not something that I wanted. Yeah. When it was finally coming out, I said, you know what? I think it's getting too much flack. Frankly, I think it's turned from this movie is important to some people, and maybe it's not really, maybe it is more important to others, blah, 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 but it turned into you're not allowed to do this. And to your point, you are. You can do whatever you want because this is not owned by fans. This is owned by a corporation. Right. But I always wanted to own my own part of it, so I'm going to make the decision of whether I want to do it and not try to influence anyone else's. But it finally, as I said, it finally got to the point when it was coming out that it was just like, you know what, I'm driving myself crazy. Because at first I was like, you know what, maybe I'll wait for a while, I'll let people have their opinions, I'll let people talk about it this way and that way, and let people get angry, let people get like happy, like blah, 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 and I'm going to go in later and see it. Because right now I'm, I'm bringing in so much of the shit. Then I was just like, you know what, I, it's, the pushback is too much, I am going to go out and I am going to see this the Friday it comes out, and I went and saw this movie. Loved it. <laughs> you loved it? No, no. I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it had some elements. It was fun. I thought it was fine. Yeah. I I didn't think it was abysmal by any by any respect. I'll say this: like as a kid, uh, I'm not going to get into a long thing, but as a kid, Ghostbusters is probably my favorite movie for like the first 15 years of my life. Yeah, loved yeah. it. I, I think I've seen it more than any other movie. Uh, Ghostbusters 2. I was a kid, so I didn't hate it. That movie's not that good. No. Um, I, I am. I'm close- good. Ghostbusters I is my like favorite movie for the yeah. first. Ghostbusters is my favorite movie for the first thirty years of my life, <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. and uh, and I love Ghostbusters too. Yeah. All right, so but Russ, okay. what were you going to say about the new one? See, to, to me, this is no better or worse than Ghostbusters two. Uh, it's decent. I think I think it made some missteps with the with the world in general and with the relationships between characters. Yeah, but. That said, like it was still pretty decent. I laughed. Yeah, um, I, I, I want to see these four. I would love to I see them get them another crack at it. Yeah. Because I, and it's, I don't think it's going to happen, but I'd like to see them get I another crack at it because I thought yeah. they were close. It was like close with no cigar, and I think they could if you give them another chance, which is not never going to happen. And I think will there'll be a lot of backlash on these types of movies going forward, and people will get scared. And they yeah. won't do it. Right. But I think I, I think they deserved another shot because I yeah. think they could have made a better movie. I didn't, a yeah. I didn't think it was terrible, and you know a lot of things that people complain about. I didn't hate that much. Like I, frankly, the whole complaining about Leslie Jones and like trying to compare her to Winston, I thought was a little silly. I thought she was a character that 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 worked organically to come into this. Yeah. Um, I. Kristen Wiig was fu- Chris Wiig was fine. Everyone was good. Uh, I, you know, frankly, when the movie was starting, there were times in which I was like, you know what, I really want you to be better. I really want you to work a little bit more. Uh, and and what really threw me off was Kate McKinnon's character Holtzman mm-hmm. has one of the worst introductions and lightest, most like contentless introductions for one of what should be the most interesting character in your film. She just yeah. she is just in the lab, and then she's she's there for the rest of the movie. Right? There's never like there's a very subtle like oh this is that person, but it's just like yeah she's here and she's gonna be here and there's no other choice for it. Like even if they spent another minute and gave a little bit more to Holtzman, I thought that character should be as good as the things they wrote for that character. Yeah, I, I think that like again like I I completely agree with you on that. Um, she. Like, she was there most of the time to just say something weird after something happens, 
or just kind of yeah. like do a weird reaction and thing. And that's fine. If that's fine, if you define who that person is a little bit better. Yeah, and 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 absolutely. And I think that like for me, like I thought the cast was likable. I ended up getting more laughs out of the guest stars than I did the actual like main cast, like people like Zach Woods and all that. Like those are the people that actually ended up getting. Oh yeah, who more. who played the deputy mayor? The 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 that the that's totally strong. Yeah, yeah. She, her and Andy great. Garcia were so great together, like playing off each yeah. other. Like, like that's actually where I ended up getting most of the laughs. And yeah. like, actually, um, what's his name? Chris Hemsworth. I thought Hemsworth yeah, was fucking great. great in that movie. I thought he was really funny. And like, I I think that there was stuff I liked about it. I think that overall, do I think it like really gelled? I mean, honestly, not really. I think I think that like again, it gets by on the the likability of of the cast. Uh, I think that like they were in such a weird spot where they felt like they had to do references so often and, like, hit you over the head with them, but then also say that they're doing things differently. Like, they were put in a situation where they had to have it both ways, and it didn't always work because of that. I agree. Yeah. I really like the original Firehouse being too expensive. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, there was uh, something, yeah, as you said, some things worked, some things didn't. Frankly, the things that didn't work for me, it was just like, oh, you really need to spend more time on this, like, and it was simple after a while. There's something... Like, honestly, I, have, I have a weird relationship with Melissa McCarthy, in which... I agree. Oh, I, really? I, I fucking love Spy. I find a lot of... There's usually, when she's supposed to be the funniest, there's funnier people around her. Mm-hmm. But when she's not supposed to be the funniest, she is amazing. Like, Bridesmaid, she was not supposed to be the best, funniest character in that movie. And I think she was. Yeah. St. Vincent, she was supposed to be an outside character. I think she... Killed that role in San yeah, Francisco. Yeah. But then, like in Spy, she's supposed to be the funniest yeah. mo- person in that movie. And I think, at, like, uh, Jason Statham and then um, oh, Rose, what is her name? Rose Byrne. Rose Byrne. Rose Byrne, I thought was yeah. so good in that movie. But I thought she was, like, she was basically the straight man in Spy. Yeah, and I don't. Wait, Melissa McCarthy? Or? Yeah. Like, she, yeah. she plays uh, against it the entire time. She's just like, this is all stupid. I've seen Spy, like, seven times. Yeah, she's pretty much a straight man in that yeah. movie. Yeah, my thing I've was... Seen it I, like I did not start... Into- I guess I did not start liking Melissa McCarthy's character in Spy until she started pretending to be a badass. Okay. Really? I, I love the intro. I mean, I, I think that it really works with her as the badass in Spy, but I also just love her, like, initial just, like... I think that the turn is so hard that it makes it almost even funnier because you believe her as like the very timid uh, operator, and then like when she goes into it, you're just, at first you're just like, "This is who is this?" Yeah, and then it's just like hysterical. Huh. So many good lines, but I do agree. Like I think Statham is amazing in that movie. Yeah. Um, everybody is. Yeah, but uh, so oh, so Ghost, so Ghostbusters, weird thing for me too. Like you know, let's I, I was, I was in a pretty good. Uh, goodly attended screening of Ghostbusters Mm -hmm. and there wasn't a huge amount of like laughter from that audience and yes maybe that throws me off too because you're you're well remaking rebooting uh, I guess more reboot you're rebooting a movie in which I have seen over 200 times maybe and still laugh out loud laugh out loud by myself too not like you know that whole like oh I, I will laugh more around other people I don't know blah 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 yeah, whatever totally. effect you yeah. have when you watch I movies. know I watch Little Giants a lot it's funny um, but like it, it was just like the whole <laughs> audience wasn't that into it but the nice thing was like it was quick I thought the plot worked really well I thought they weren't trying to do too much not yeah. be too clever with some of the plot be as simple as what was really necessary and fun um, 
And then my favorite part is what she, the only cameo that got my theater really excited was Ernie Hudson. <laughs> really? That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. People, people in my theater went nuts for that as well. Yeah. And frankly, I oh the one thing I did really love the uh, the bust of Harold Ramis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that was nice. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, pe- people. There was a slight applause in my theater for Ernie Hudson. That's awesome. <laughs> mine too. Uh, maybe mine. It, it was definitely like the biggest. Like, oh shit! Mo- like more than Murray and and Ackroyd. Uh, oh, sure. Ackroyd got nothing. Like it literally, it woke me oh, up. Oh yeah. Murray, Murray was more of a character and had some fun little things to him, but no one gave a shit about Dan Ackroyd. Nope. Movie. No, not even, not even a little bit. And it's so weird because he's the only one that believes in ghosts. <laughs> it's in real life too. In real, no, I mean in real life. Uh, oh, yeah. What uh, what did everyone think about the effects? They're uh, fine. Anyone seen three D? Yeah, I did. Uh, no, no. Uh, I actually thought the three D was cool. The three D was actually really neat because they went outside the letterboxing of stuff. Like they had it letterboxed a bit. Oh really? And, like, the the beams would go outside of it, and like things would like it, it like would break the barrier of it, and like it would like kind of become way more immersive. Babysitting. Huh. <laughs> so Hello? I I uh. I, I got my 3D tickets. I went into that movie. I put on my 3D glasses, and like throughout the entire movie, I was just like, "I don't get it. Like, it's not that bad." But then, like by the end, I was just like, "Oh shit! These effects are actually pretty good." Like, I, I like there was some like cool depth that they had to the ghosts and stuff like that. I was like, "Oh, I really like this." Walked out of the theater. They were just like, "Here's your free movie pass." I was like, "What for?" They go, "Oh, we didn't show it in 3D." <laughs> so uh, that's how much of a difference the 3D made to me. Yeah. Swear well, to God, the 3D, when you actually see it, is actually, I thought, pretty cool. Um, the the ghost effects, in general, I can actually see how people don't like them. Like, they're very, like, ghost I don't know, they, yeah, they almost seem like candy. Like, that's the way everything is, like, that color. I don't know why it makes me think of that. Uh, you most eat a lot of candy. Yeah, yeah I'm just going to go with that. I think, yeah, yeah, I think we can all agree on that. the three of us combined. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like... Like, obviously, I love practical... Like, you know, I'm an idiot for practical effects, too, but these didn't bother me. I thought the... Like, you know... And also, I thought the... The villain was something that I know a lot of people hated. Uh, Who? The troll? I, th- I thought he was all right. He's fine. Oh, he yeah. Hard, oh, so. when we go, when, if you mean, like, a lot of people hated, you mean, like, men online were like, why was Chris Hemsworth so dumb? And why yeah. was your villain so nerdy? Men of like... a certain age online. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but no, like, it's... Uh, kind of end of the day, it's a you know a C plus or so like. Uh, I'd give it a B minus. Like, yeah, I think I, I think I think the weird thing is I think I, I think agree with you. B, I think I agree with you with your sentiment about your your grade, but because I'm a teacher, I was like, that's really harsh. <laughs> Don't do that. To no, them. no, but it's a big popcorn movie that like doesn't have yeah, totally. that much depth to it, but it's a summer movie. And if they didn't have the controversy, or if it wasn't called this, it honestly would have came and went, and no yeah. one would have cared. We kind of, we all as a people made this, this Way thing. Way worse than it actually was. Yeah. 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 Alright, what, what, what else was that weekend, Russ? Uh, nothing. Oh. Everything got out of its way for some reason. Nice. Um, should, I, should I give the numbers on uh, Ghostbusters to uh, close the books on it? Yep. Oh, real quick um, before you do. The weird thing about that... Is that it's, it? We've entered this really strange world in which, as soon as Ghostbusters left theater, once again the media wants to say, "Oh, it was a flop." But Ghostbusters is a movie of probably the first time in a while in which I can say, "I think this movie is going to kill on DVD." I think it's a movie that people are going to go actually go and buy. This is intelligence. Uh, uh, so uh, Ghostbusters. 
was a $144 million budget. It ended up taking in 125 domestic and 92 foreign. Wow, okay. Uh, keep in mind, did not come out in uh, places like China, where it yeah, was Yeah, China yeah, doesn't mess around China. with I'm actually, you know what, 92 foreign sounds really, really good for that movie. Wait, why is it banned in China? China doesn't uh, allow... They don't, um, they don't mess around with ghosts. <laughs> they totally thought they just thought four women didn't work. It was weird. That's because, what I thought. That is literally what no, I thought. It was weird. They're because, on a one-child uh, policy. If you go to China and you watch the X Files, it's only about Dana Scully. <laughs> Wait, what? It's just a good. It's a movie. It's a movie about Dana Scully doing wow. paperwork. Well, I'm sorry. It's a TV I, show about Dana Scully. Dude, oh, I actually, I actually really like that bit. Uh, you should edit. <laughs> What I really like about you complimenting that bit is that it implies that you hated all my other bits. <laughs> but it's true. That's I like your bit. True. I do like your bit. No, all right, what was the next so weekend? Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, the next weekend, let's move a little bit quicker. Uh, Ice Age 5, Didn't see it. Lights no, Out, no and Fun. Star Trek. Lights Out was... Lights Out was fun. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the weird thing about Lights Out is that the I think the uh, short film it's based on... I did not know that it was based on short film. Well, it's, well, it's like a four-minute video like a, just a horror short like, like a that. YouTube video yeah it, well it's on like YouTube you PC can watch it all on YouTube it's it's kind of like Babadook like they won for a short film and got oh, the money okay. to do this same thing happened with the lights out people are like oh we love your short horror film which won some very tiny festival here's a bunch of money to expand it nice and I, I frankly think more people watch that YouTube video over the years without knowing that this was lights out I think this awesome. movie if this movie had more of a advertisement budget and the the trailer was the same woman from the short who was in this movie, who was the, uh, like, the secretary or in, at the very beginning. Oh, with the, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in the laundry room? Yeah, yeah, I got you. She, so she's from the short, and people, I oh. think, would recognize that a little bit better, because it's very close to what the short's like. That that intro sequence? Yes. That intro sequence, I still think, is the best part of that movie. Yeah, and, oh, you have to, so uh, when we're done, take Joe Walsh's short. But, um... Okay. I think if they played that up a little bit better and marketed it a little bit better, and the teasers didn't show the rest of the movie, would have been good, because... What I like most about the rest of the movie was, like, in the short and in that opening scene, they define what their monster does. Okay. But after that, I thought their monster did fun, smart things after that, like the ne- the flashing neon light outside of the girl's apartment. Okay, yeah. I mm-hmm. thought it was really cool, like, the sort of timing that she has no control of. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe the whole how they solved the problem was a little bit more clever than you would expect. All right. I guess. I was real drunk for this movie. Ooh, but it, it was all right. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. <laughs> I don't think it did that... Well, I'm, I'm sure it cost, like, maybe 12... I'm gonna guess 12 million to make Lights Out. Anybody got that? Oh, shit. Um, I should probably be doing this. Hold on. 4.9 million. It co- wait, it cost 4.9? Yeah. Wow. Wow, like, that's oh, tiny. Holy crap. Holy crap. Made they what? made a lot of money on this. And it's made 126 worldwide. Okay, so you know what? There will um, be a Lights ex- Out too. Yeah, most successful movie of the summer. Lights Outer. Yeah, successful in terms of profit. Yeah, and then it was lights that, out. Like, what was what was the other one? Uh, Ice Age. Oh yeah, why? Uh, why? Ice Age. I mean, keep, keep in mind this movie probably killed the franchise because it made a hundred million less than the last one in 2012 domestically. The last uh, one was in 2012. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, well, the, the, uh, but the, this was not by the same company though. This was this was when they sold Ice Age. Right or not sold it, but got rid of it. Like this wasn't DreamWorks anymore, or whoever did it before. It was out. This was a smaller company. It was, no, it was Blue Sky. Yeah, but that's not the one that did the originals. It is. Got him. Really? Uh, well, it still did actually pretty well for it. So it still pulled in uh, 367 million Damn. worldwide on a wow. 105 wow. million budget. 
So I take that back. Maybe they should just go VOD, but... Yeah, you know, no, they, I can see that. They, they probably should go VOD or make a cartoon, because, like, I think... I think the, 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 the returns have diminished to the point where, like, you pop these out on Netflix, like, an hour-long special. Yeah, totally. They'll do really well, and you don't have to pay It'll anything work. to make them. Yeah. Totally work. But, yeah, I think that's where they are now. They're in, land, they're in like, the Land Before Time zone. Oh, yeah. There were, like, that's 13 exactly of those. That. Yeah, but only two in theaters. Oh. Yep. The rest you had to get at Burger King. All right, well, we'll <laughs> until next weekend. <laughs> Always got to go to Burger King. Uh, real quick, uh, everybody, do a couple seconds uh, on Star Trek Beyond because that oh, also yeah. came out. Sorry, I I really liked it. I was surprised how poorly it performed. Alex, I liked it. I I felt like I felt like when I left, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that was okay. Like it was again. I really liked the cast of this um, this crew. And I thought it was a good contained story. It felt like just like an episode or something like that. But for me, it didn't feel like a big budget movie. It didn't feel like, like yeah, they did crazy stuff. Like, oh, we're destroying the Enterprise like never before. Um, but to me, like, it didn't feel like a lasting thing. Then again, last time they, like, <clears throat> killed Kirk for five seconds. And it was really stupid. And they tried doing all these big important things. Yeah. Uh, that have felt no residence, so maybe this is the way they had to go. Okay. They had to, like, make it feel just more like a fun exploring an alien world thing. Um, but ultimately, like, I didn't really think about it much afterwards. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I pretty much watched it and I was like, alright, move on. Um, I think there, there's a regression to the meme happening here. Okay. Um, not like generally speaking, before this series of Star Trek movies, Star Trek movies would make about a hundred million dollars on a seventy million dollar budget, and that would be like a moderate success. And and like people would watch them and like them, but like they didn't do crazy, crazy big numbers like the first Star Trek. I don't think you can do that with Star Trek. I, I and yeah. I, I really don't. I think like now they're getting back to like, oh well, if this is a franchise. It's gonna have an episodic feel, and if Star Trek has an episodic feel, you're not telling a world-ending story. So to me, like, it was totally good. Yeah. And I walked out of the theater, and I could not tell you what happened. Yeah. But the thing is, like, in a, in a in a world where like we have to wait three years between these movies, and like it feels like an episode of a show, like, how does that get someone to want to come back in another three years to see it again? It doesn't. It doesn't. And yeah. then, then you reboot again. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. No, totally. I think, I don't know. And I, I, they're just going to do the next generation cast next time. Well, they've got the new show coming up, and I think that's what... But <laughs> I think, Alex, what you just said is, like, a lot of the problem with, like, where we are right now in franchise culture is, like, once the stories get too episodic and they're not really building to anything that you need to come back and see the next one for... Then people aren't gonna go waste their money. Like, yeah. well, so uh, the thing is, the thing is, with, the, with Star Trek, you can't you can't heighten Star Trek like you do like you can Fast Fast and Furious, right? Yeah, like you true. you can try something new with Fast and Furious and not have people like, well, because granted, we're at a movie right now in which they jump from building to building, and there's oh, no no so one in the good. world saying, you know what? I really wish they went back to racing for only a quarter mile at a time. With Star Trek, right. you, if you go too far, which people for a second thought from this first trailer. And they will say, this isn't correct. 
Star Trek shouldn't be this action, this big old action film, and with your uh, your, your soundtrack of the Beastie Boys with this first trailer, they like people freaked out by that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was too big and too fast and too much. So then make you can't heighten Star Trek the movie. You can't. You can't. But that's not the point of Star but, Trek. Like that's what I mean. But, yeah, but that's I mean that's why it almost lends itself more to episodic nature than yeah, yeah. film. Oh no, totally. I, I would understand. But you also have to manage a franchise responsibly, and Paramount doesn't have too many. So yeah, can you true. really rightfully sink a hundred and eighty-five million dollars? into something that is always going to feel episodic and small. No, you can't. So that means you got to start trimming the cast yeah. and taking your time and writing a better story. You may not need all the characters back, but I'd rather them like make a Star Trek movie every five years that's extremely well-written and not that crazy, yeah. because that's Trek. Frankly, I think this is a franchise that they should have not have tried to do anything else but say, you know what, let's reboot it, mm-hmm. and let's do two movies. Let's maybe space it out, but let's do two big movies, and that's it. The 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 second they were like, let's always do Star Trek films, you completely lose a lot of people, and and you almost lose what you should be aiming for right now. Yeah. Because frankly, I think granted there's one coming out, but I think a Star Trek TV show can have a longer lifespan and have a bigger audience than a Star Trek movie series. A hundred percent. I think that's. I think if we had the movies, yeah. If if the movies. And the show complemented each other like they did previously. Right. I think we would see much more emotional investment, maybe, from the core audience. But at the same time, you got to worry about those casual people to get them. I don't know, man. I'm, yeah, I'm no, gone. It's, it's a tough place to be, especially with Star Trek. Right. Yeah. All right, let, there's one more movie that came out this month, and it was, or that, that week, and it was Dumping Twice. Didn't see it. Oh, I, I did. did. I did not. I, I want to see it. I like Sleepwalk with me. I think Mike Birbiglia is a pretty, actually, a very good uh, film writer and understands like a, a like how to balance comedy and and drama. Yeah. In, a, in an interesting and very refreshing way that doesn't bog anything down. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a frankly, it's a subject matter that I couldn't fucking care less about. So what is this? A bunch of like thirty <laughs> year olds who are still performing comedy, like improv comedy. Oh, what a bunch of idiots! Seriously, uh, is that actually what it's about? Yeah. Uh, Right, but I'm, like, I'm gonna be what? real depressed in this theater, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you are. It's gonna it, make you think about some things that you maybe thought or said or felt in the last six years. Welcome to the last movie. It, it, it's really funny because this is a movie that, like, if you are even tangentially maybe, uh, oh, like a, a part of or aware of this world, yeah. it's gonna hit you in one way. Uh, but for other people, like, yeah, it's you know the very standard like one person gets famous and everyone deals with the dynamics of that. Uh, <laughs> no, no, but you know, but again, like, like pop star, like you know what I mean? Like, like it's 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 a story that's been done a it's a, like, a bunch of times. It's like Jem and, and I, the holograms. Yeah, exactly. Like Jem and the holograms. Uh, but I think that like Mike Birbiglia is just is very good at making things like relatable and like. I don't know, like, his way of... I'm sorry, of, real like, quick, the fact that you're calling this movie relatable and you have been doing improv in your 30s, like, <laughs> makes me seem that, like, I'm sure it's true, but it, it seems like yeah. you, you're, like, not thinking outside of your own box. <laughs> All right, yeah. For, for me, yeah, it, it, it hits some shit. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know, I really liked it. I think the cast is a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I, I yeah, like, like it a lot. Uh, uh, Gillian Jacobs, um... 
uh, Keegan Michael Key, uh, uh, Kate Micucci, um, Mike Briglia, and Chris Gethard. And I think and they're like Sammy Sager. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's definitely made by people in the New York comedy scene, or have been, or have been in similar scenes. Uh, but man, like I don't know. I I loved it. So that's it. Me too. All right. So I should see aliens. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay. you, guys see, you actually yeah. see it the theater. Like, if you can go to somewhere like Nighthawk and like sit down, have a drink. <laughs> um, yeah, I just have fucking... an idea about the perspective of this movie. That's well, frankly, so as the one of us who I think is uh, uh, got famous, I don't think I need to sit down and have a drink. <laughs> Maybe you plebes do. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, uh, next weekend, August. Um, this is the first the... week of August. Yeah. This is yeah, the first week of August. Really we got to speed up a little bit. Yeah, we gotta, uh, yeah. Nine Lives and Suicide Squad. No one uh, needs to talk about Nine Lives. Nope. And honestly, who the fuck needs to talk about Suicide Squad? Yeah, I think the last and thing this, the internet the needs huge is one point, more hot take. And frankly, frankly, I think, well, we, I mean, granted there's some stuff I want to talk about after this, but this could be the end. Because, like, frankly, Suicide Squad is the whole point of this podcast. That was a movie that no one fucking liked in the entire world, except Kevin Smith tried to tell us to like it. Oh, his new movie premieres tonight. Oh, right. Yoga Hoosers? That yeah. looks like a big, big old pile of shit. People are not liking it. Um, Suicide Squad is a movie that no one liked. Everyone hated. Night one, it had bad press from people. and was like, oh, don't trust critics. Fuck you, Rotten Tomatoes. This movie, everyone hated. And it was number one for three weeks. This is what happens I mean, when I you... I hate it. Once again, this is what happens when you overload March, April, and May with movies. And you get really nervous... And you make a bunch of shitty sequels that no one asked for. You get Suicide Squad, a movie that the fucking ninety-five percent of the country thought was stupid as hell. <laughs> Thank you. Is number one for three weeks. Like Alex, I, I like, like. Okay, never mind. Never this is this on. is no, no. This is the fucking <laughs> illness that the whole point of this podcast is. How does that happen? Oh, we just explained it. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, you know what? Frankly, I'm only making gin and tonics of this size. <laughs> no, Jesus Christ, man. Um, I, all right, so I think we know Pete's opinion. Uh, Alex, Russ, what did you guys think? Uh, Suicide Squad's a bad movie that didn't need to be bad um, and clearly was fucked around with a lot. Yeah. And I don't know who was right, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to always say the studio was wrong because they have a track record of having made two to three shitty DC movies already, so I'm going to side with David Ayer, even though I don't know that that would have been that good. I I don't know, man. His designs to begin with aren't very good if you ask me, but... You got the right cast, and you wrote the wrong movie, and you you put them in a spot where they couldn't succeed... And then you try to fuck around with it, and you're never gonna make a movie with that much inv- with that much fucking around. Like you got Will Smith and Margot Robbie, let them do what they do. Jared Leto is stupid, and we don't need to say any more about him than that because yeah. he was yeah. a visual. He was not. He wasn't important to that movie at all. We don't. We didn't need to say any more than that. There you go. Uh, <laughs> we're we're putting Suicide Squad to bed. Okay. Perfect. Good. So, so the weird thing is, so of everything we've talked about this entire time, it's there were some movies that were destined to fail, yeah. bad ideas, yeah. and there were some movies that like really um, got fucked over by all this. And frankly, for me right now, what we're about to enter to are two movies that 
bum me out that they got fucked over by this. Final Fantasy Kingslayer? No, what's coming up is Peach, for, and this is for children, and which is Peach Dragon and Kubo oh, and the Two Pete's Strings. Sake. Oh, okay, so I so have the following, So the following two weeks. Yes. Was it, okay. Both of those Let's movies are so good. Kubo and the Two Strings, of course, Laika, have never made a bad film, are so good. I get, I get after a while, like, frankly, Coraline was too scary. Paranorman yeah. was too heavy. For children, ah, no, paranormal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think the, for frankly, the two. So I just, I just described something oh, that's children. getting better. Okay. Yeah, yeah right. for children, Coraline was too scary. Paranormal was too heavy, and frankly, I, also a little too scary for kids. That sometimes too, and then after, also like, heavy scary. Like the whole the conversation with the witch at the end is heavy yeah. and scary. Yes, and okay. season box, the witch. box trolls. That's heavy and scary. Yeah, box trolls, fun, beautiful, but not funny for children at all. Yeah. No. Alex, yeah. Alex, we saw that movie in theaters with my sister, and we sat yeah. behind a small, uh, like a young girl and her father. And I think we were the only five people in the theater. Weirdos. Yes. And she did not laugh, and we laughed our heads off. All right. Oh, yeah. yeah I she loved wasn't it. laughing because you guys were laughing so much. I, sh- I probably should have. <laughs> I was calling her a bitch a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, then, yeah. so then after that is, um, after this is now uh, Kubo, which. Your studio has a has now has a reputation for being scary, too serious, and not cute. Right. And you actually make a movie that is cute. Okay. Has a serious 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 for adults, but also has enough seriousness for kids that they'll understand it. Okay. And is fun and has, as I said, like a lot more cuter comedy to it. But no one really? trusts you. No. Huh. I. Oh yeah. Um. The Beatle character that Matthew McConaughey plays is so funny. Huh. Okay. Did anybody else see it? Not I yet. Seen, I, I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to try to see it. I'm going to try to see it tomorrow. Thursday or Friday. Well, no it's Friday. It's very, very good. And it's above, like, granted, Leica has never made a lot of money, but I think, you know what, frankly, that's that's a, you know, a crop they sowed and planted themselves. Yeah. But do I, I want more for them? Absolutely. And then Pete, Pete's Dragon. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm the only one that saw Pete's Dragon as well, right? Yep. Yeah. Peach Dragon, same thing, is a 90-ish minute kids movie that... I'm done with that line. At the, the very first glance, you'll be like, first of all, it's a remake, so why are you doing this? Second right. of all, it's like, oh, you're probably going to be really annoying about everything. It's just like, it's simple. It's a, it's a, it's a, very, it's a very basic plot mm-hmm. that has deep meaning and interesting um, moments to it, and you can read deeper into it, but that's you reading into it. That's not... that They're not... Like throwing an environmentalist pamphlet at you at all, right? Because a lot of this movie is, of course, about deforestation it's in the Pacific going. Northwest. Yeah, sure. But that's not the big. The, <clears throat> we care more about a kid and his dragon, right? Even though, Always. even though they're Always. discovered because of deforestation, we still care more about a kid and his dragon. It's about a family that is coming together. We, we never know what happens to this little girl's mom who's just, like, not in the picture and someone's getting married and, like, Pete's coming to the family. Mm-hmm. And so it's not, it's not about broken families. It's not about an adoption. It's just, like, this is coming, this is coming further. It, but it's still, at its core, about a boy and his dragon. Are there songs in it? No. Next movie! <laughs> so it just, well, it, just it, develop, it just develops quickly and at a great pace. I do want to see it. It isn't too heavy, but... Once again, because of all the things that happened before, why should all these other remakes, all these other sequels sucked? And frankly, what Pete's Dragon is a classic Disney film. Yeah. But 
Who, who, who at this day and age, with their small children, are like, how about we throw on Peach Dragon? Yeah, I mean, you could see Who's the showing parents, that to his, their kids? I don't. I mean, I don't know how many kids are actually seeing the original, but I could see the parents of the kids being like, oh, wow, Peace Dragon's coming out. We should drag the kids to that. But this is a summer in which all remakes and sequels have been obnoxious and bad. So why would you yeah. think that Peach Dragon was going to be good? Oh, man. Right? Yeah, I guess so. Unless you're just looking for an out. You're just like, oh, well, I don't, know, I don't know. We're all looking for an out. Get out. I would, I would <laughs> 100% say... <laughs> Every uh, the three of you guys, everyone listening, go see Peach Dragon. I do. I really it. like. I, Peach I, I want to see it. I'm waiting for that to come out. Uh, I thought uh, uh, this might be the the best I've enjoyed Bryce Dallas Howard. Ah, and you love Jurassic. World. And I am someone. No, I didn't like Jurassic World, but I am someone who liked both The Village and Lady in the Water. Oof. Was, oh. Let's move on. All right, now I'd rather wait for Peach Dragon. All right, and then oh. I guess Sausage Party nice is the done. only other thing we really haven't touched that needs to be mentioned. Uh, Sausage Party is funny. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's alright. It, it didn't surprise me, no. but it didn't let me down at the same time. Yeah, but that orgy at the end. <laughs> Super great. Yeah. Uh, did anyone else see Green Room? That was it. the spring, and I'm renting that, that tonight with my... Yes, that was the spring, and that, I'm renting it tonight with my T-Mobile Tuesday uh, rental. Uh, I, 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 don't know, I don't know if much. you're watching it by yourself, but real quick, I'm going to take a wild guess and say Julianne's going to hate it. Oh, I'm sure she will. <laughs> I enjoyed. Uh, I enjoyed the That's her uh, But yeah, if that was not a summer movie, then fuck it. Let's get out of here. Uh, a quick mention: something we've never mentioned on this podcast before, but I know a lot of us have recently seen it. Uh, nice Fantasy Guys is one of the best movies of the year. Nice Guys is so great. That's right. And why it. the hell did that movie come out in early May? That was, a, that was probably a bad time for it. Well, I don't know. Because they wanted it, to get out of, it, out of the way of Neon Demon, right? Had it come out in August. That movie would have killed. Well, I wouldn't have killed, but no, it no. But that's, like, I would say that's an, that's another movie on the list of set of movies that I think if you came out in the two weeks after Suicide Squad, yeah, Suicide Squad would have not been number one for three weeks, and it would not make as much money as it has. How did Nice Guys do? Can we get a number on poorly? That? Oh. Nice Guys did very poorly. It made thirty six million dollars. <laughs> okay, on um, I would say seventy five million dollar budget. Uh, I not don't know. I <laughs> do not know the budget. So I would say I think zero. I think it had a lot. Of, I think well, it had a lot of digital effects just to make the city look old. A lot of costume stuff. I think it would have been an expensive that. film. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. Yeah, it's a weird summer, guys. Anything else, uh, Russ? You, I'm sure you've been looking at the lists of uh, those so, last weekends. Uh, did we miss anything? Did we talk about Don't Breathe? Did you guys talk about Don't Breathe yet? Oh, that we just didn't came talk out. about Don't this, Breathe. But I just last Don't weekend. Breathe. Yeah. Like Don't Breathe. I'm going to see like. Probably this weekend or next, though. So. Don't breathe is I good. Can't. Don't breathe is like it's super tense. It's somewhere. It, it is definitely like riding the line of horror and thriller or whatever. As people like, it is. It's def- there's like some really good uh, like jump scares in it in general. Uh, the soundtrack is fucking great. The actual cinematography of this movie is incredible. You're going to watch well, this movie and you'll be like, this is beautiful. Yeah. And I like Stephen Lang. I think that dude's a great He's actor. He's really good in it. I, and I think he, this might be. And then, oh, what what really so should be the max amount too. the max amount of starring role he should ever have? Like it seems like the the perfect amount of time. Granted, he does really actor? well with less amount of time, but I think this might be the best amount of time he should ever. Well, have. It's not even just like less uh, or like most or least amount of time, but like like when they take away something from him or whatever. Like especially in this, where he's just like he has to be able to play uh, a character that's completely blind and, and everything. And it's just like he just does it really well. Like he has very few speaking lines throughout it. But just uh, 
his emotions, uh, it's insane. Well, it's, yeah, I, I mean, he's great. he is a classically trained actor. Yeah. Um, uh, real quick, if you have nine nine to eleven hours to to kill, I would suggest watching Gettysburg and Gods and Generals. Anybody? Do you guys have nine uh, hours to kill? If you have eight yeah. to nine hours free, I suggest you watch OJ uh, Made in America. <laughs> oh, that's I so good. That. Yeah. I've been I've been going through that. that. Uh, what about Final Fantasy Kingsglaive? Uh, me and Tix of Final Fantasy Kingsglaive, <laughs> and frankly, that is a movie that I just spent sixty something dollars on because because I watched that movie, I'm buying the video game. Yeah, I mean, I probably would have eventually bought it anyway. Tix, uh, you, you talked about canceling your pre-order many I did times talk for that about game. Canceling my pre-order many times for that game on our other podcast, the group podcast, recording after this. Oh, you know what? Not gonna. Oh, <laughs> Name me one time with you. Welcome to the. <laughs> advertise this podcast on that one, and then I will allow that to happen. Okay. A um, lot of times, actually. Yeah, you can find us on... Uh, <laughs> oh, so real quick, uh, and, and, um, uh, so to look forward, frankly, uh, we'll see what this Oscar season's like and everything comes up. One, oh, yeah, one bit of news taken over. Frankly, one bit of news that I'm very happy about that came out today, if anyone saw John it. John But, um, oh no, that's old news. No, one no, bit no, of news that came out today is that uh, Maze Runner 3 is finally back in production. God, were there any other movies we can talk about? No, because ah. the, the, no, the lead character had a serious injury, and they've been like out of production for like eight months. Did we talk about X-Pocalypse? Like, did, did, no, did we it? mentioned that before, but that movie's yeah. dumb. The problem with X, uh, X-Men Apocalypse is I don't want to talk about it because I hated Suicide Squad. And I have the same sort of... Like, you complaints. have a lot of anger towards Suicide Squad. Is there anything else that you really need to get out? Like, no, on, yeah. Just where you can find yeah. us online. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can find us online at moviemoviepodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter. Okay, at Twitter at Move, 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 Oh, wait. Did we not actually want to end it there? Yeah, no, yeah, we I'm, do. I'm just mocking you. Go ahead. Oh, okay, cool. That's mean, but all right. Uh, you can find us on Twitter <laughs> at Move, Move, PC. I mean, don't try to find us on Twitter, because why? <laughs> yeah, there's not, honestly no. Why do I even do this ending still? I don't know. I can tell um, with Pearson Beekeeper. Uh, That's the important part. There it is. One. Yeah, you, you can find us uh, the third Thursday of every month at... Thank you, Peter. Um, at Long Island City's The Creek in the Cave. Our show is at 8 o'clock. Um, it is... what? Let's see here. It is September 15th this month. Uh, so get ready for that. The earliest it could possibly be in the month. Earliest it could possibly be in the month. Really? Yeah. 15th. Third Thursday. And the only, okay. You guys, not important! <laughs> uh, anyway... Uh, let's get to the part in which we all say goodbye and Alex has the last word. Do we... Al, Russ always has the last word. No, Alex does. No, Russ does. No, Alex usually does. Oh, Thank wow. you, Russ. I usually cut out the Alex part. <laughs> I've never listened to this podcast. <laughs> I figured as much. Um, anybody have any closing remarks on this summer? Anything that you're looking forward to coming up? Next Anything? summer. Yeah, we're all going to go to camp. It's going to be great. <laughs> and Cindy again. Uh, Alex, Russ, anything? <laughs> We'll see you guys in like a month. Nah, I, yeah, I'm excited for like Oscar. Honestly, I'm excited for yeah, totally like, good films to come out. I don't out. even know what's going to be coming out though, honestly. But we'll talk about that in four months when we do. No, yeah. no, no. We're gonna do another one in a month. All right, we're do, we're committed to this one month. I'm in. All right, <laughs> I'm committed to this in a month. All right, we'll see you guys in one month on the Late Movie Bros. Podcast. No one will ever cut this out.